Hey everybody, thanks for joining us tonight. It's been quite a while since I've done a podcast. Lots been going on. If you hadn't listened to that other podcast, definitely worth a listen. Gets pretty serious. So hopefully you guys have found this podcasting journey of mine interesting, fun, uh, entertaining, if anything else. So let's jump right into it. So it's been a while since I've done a podcast. Uh, SHOT Show has come and gone, and there has been a lot that has gone on with SHOT Show. So as you know, I'm all into the 22 Rimfire stuff, so let's cover the big stuff out of SHOT Show with 22 related specifically. So Voodoo Gunworks, right? Known for their phenomenal 700 clone action 22s, super phenomenal accuracy, really great. Well, they have stepped out and now they're doing a 22 mag. So a 22 magnum, uh, 22 22 magnum action, as well as one of the 17 variants. Now, I am not a 17 cal shooter, so I am not super familiar with all of the different uh, 17 rounds. I know there's like three or four different types of 17 uh, caliber rounds from HMR to WSM to XYZ. I don't know. But Voodoo is offering a 17 cal variant of in action barreled action from voodoo so that's super cool i know a lot of people have been wanting the uh, voodoo gunworks to come out with one so they can use it more of a hunting application than a uh, nrl 22 style co- competition trainer for the sheer fact that nrl 22 is strictly a 22 long rifle but for those that want to stretch out and shoot distance or anything else like that or do any type of um coyote hunting or anything else like that 22 mag you can you can use that 17 hmr i believe you can use for that it's pretty zippy round so voodoo has answered the call and is now making the voodoo barreled action the v22 in a 22 mag and one of the 17 uh caliber variants next up we've got zermot arms has come out with the remex now, this is also a Remington 700 footprint action that is going to take full-size AICS mags for 22 long rifle. Now, uh, this is just another company in the market. We already had Bagara coming in and offering their Remington 700 clone action at an affordable price. This Zermatt Arms, I think it's owned parent company of Bighorn, but they offer their Rimex. It's not using the Voodoo Mag. Very similar patent pendings. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not getting into it. However, uh, they have more of an angled feed than a traditional straight vertical feed. I do know that. I have gotten my hands on one and just felt the action and uh, how smooth it is. It is super nice. I can't wait to get my hands on one um, through somebody else because it's probably going to be just as much as a Voodoo. 
So I can't afford it right now because they're $1,800 for a barreled action. But that Rimex is looking mighty, mighty fine as well. Uh, got a different type of blade extractor on it. Um, I did notice that. Super clean, very smooth. It is an awesome, awesome looking action. Can't wait to see somebody at my club pick one up and then I'll get to play with it then. Uh, third action to come out at SHOT Show was uh, Curtis Customs. They're actually taking their standard Remington 700 clone action that it's obviously a custom action they make it um but they're making a conversion kit for it so you'll be able to take your normal action that you use for centerfire competitions and now you're going to be able to put together the conversion kit uh they are selling the conversion kit separately also they're selling it as a full up kit and you can build on the modularity but they're making a conversion kit for you to take your center fire action, take off the barrel and then th- thread on the conversion kit and put a 22 barrel on there and then go out and enjoy yourself some fine 22 rimfire shooting. I think that's super cool. It's going to be easy for people that already own a Curtis Customs action um, that accepts this conversion kit to be able to spin off a barrel, spin on the conversion kit with a 22 barrel and then go out and have a lot of fun with the family or enjoy a 22 shoot, whether it be silhouette or a PRS style or NRL 22, it doesn't matter. Shooting 22s is just fun. Okay. Now I don't know a whole lot about Curtis in general, besides, um, the guy that owns its name's Curtis and they have 60 degree throws, which I really like 60 degree. I think it's pretty cool. Um, it's a three lug, action instead of your traditional 90 degree two lug action on your standard Remington 700. Um, it's pretty, pretty ingenious to come up with a conversion kit. I didn't think that was going to be a thing. There's probably a lot of engineering in it. I don't know. I'm not a mechanical engineer. I don't know. Uh, another big thing that came out with the shot show in the world of 22 is there's a company and I apologize. I don't have their name handy, but they are going to be making long range ammo for 22 ELR. And they, from everything that I've read and looked at, it appears that they are going to be spun rounds that are a little bit longer than your standard 22 round. But these things are gnarly looking they look like your standard extreme long range caliber caliber bullet but these are specifically designed for your 22 rimfire now i'm excited i know that these things are going to be pricey but i'm excited to get myself a box and try them out now what i found to be really interesting is they are offering i believe one or two of the bullet uh options that they're going to have for 40 grain with a standard 1 to 16 barrel twist, which pretty much all of your 22 barrels are 1 to 16 inch uh, rifling. Now, they are going to offer another bullet that is 1 to like 6.5, right? So that thing is going to be spinning out that barrel. That thing is going to be going mock holy cow 
I just can't wait to find somebody that's got a six and a half, uh, one to six and a half barrel on a 22 and then have them try one of these rounds because it is going to be ridiculous. I'm really excited to see what the future of 22 holds. Everybody that has attended shot has pretty much said it is the year of the 22, 2020. It's the year of the 22. You know, this is the year that, you know, 22 gets taken more seriously. We've got more companies creating more products. I mean, if you look at anybody, any of the major companies today, they're making products for the 22 or the 22 market. I mean, look at Short Action Precision. They are one of our sponsors for the Altus NRL 22 Series finale that's happening on April 26th of this year. We're going to talk about a little about that more later, but that company right there is not only sponsoring the NRL 22, but they're also making gear specific for 22. Everybody knows they're two shot or they're two round match savers. It uh, comes in a piece of Velcro. It's got some elastic. You slap it on the side of your stock on your center fire gun, and then you can put two bullets in it. And if you're running out of rounds, boom, you pull those two, uh, pull one of those rounds out, throw it in the gun. I actually used mine today. It was pretty funny. Um, right? Well, traditionally that's for center fire, right? Cause you can single feed your, your mag on the clock for 22s. That's probably really hard to do. I've never tried to do it because I've never thought about doing it because it probably wouldn't get picked up right, control around feed, all this other crazy stuff. Well, they've just come out and they basically made their two round match saver into a one mag match saver. So it can hold your CZ style, CZ 455, 457, 452 magazine or your savage mark ii it can hold an entire magazine right there on the side of your receiver so if you're required a mag change or you have some type of uh weapons malfunction something like that you get a stuck round xyz rounds pop out and play you know pez dispenser if you drop a mag or you put it in too hard i know that's happened to me with my mark ii mags if I load them too hard, rounds will pop out the top, and then I've got a a chamber full of uh, full of loose rounds, full of tic tac rounds. So it would be much easier if I was able to reload a mag. No better place to have that mag than on the side of your gun, ready to go. So, I mean, companies are coming out with products every day, specifically designed for the twenty two market, and I think it's awesome. I do agree that this is the year of the 22 and that we are definitely coming into an age of uh, growth within our sport. Not only the shooting sport, but the precision sport, but also the precision 22 sport. And I think that's awesome. Right. So we're going to change gears a little bit. Next topic on the chopping block. I'm going to try and keep this episode rolling in a little bit. All right. The next item on the chalk chopping block is the journey of my first PRS match. All right. So you guys know I shoot NRL 22, uh, every month I'm the match director, yada, yada. Well, I have made it a goal this year to shoot a bunch of PRS style, uh, matches between national matches and club matches. So 
I've basically been working up to attend my first PRS match and I attended it today and uh, I had a blast. I shot with some of the best dudes in the country. Uh, The winner of the match, Josh Hunter, was on my squad. Great dude. He basically ROed the whole time and was able to pull off a match win taking first place. Dude burned it down. Just phenomenal. Just burned it. Um, It was a pleasure to watch him shoot. Just so much fun. I got to shoot my buddy Brian out of Louisiana. Brian, if you're listening to this, uh, you need to drag your butt back to Florida and we need to shoot some 22 matches. Um, Yeah, but I had a great time. I even made a couple of short videos, which you'll be able to find on my social medias, uh, at hot GD rod on Instagram is probably where those are going to end up. But I made, uh, a couple videos and basically the video was, I was driving into the range this morning. I was running a little bit late. Wasn't, um, I don't know if it was like self sabotage or what getting out of bed, getting out of the out of the house this morning, but I was nervous. Um, so normally when I prep for my 22 matches, I try and get everything done the day before, but I'm still kind of scrounging last minute to get a couple of things picked up, a th- couple of things ready to go. Well, let's just say I was doing that hardcore. So, um, you guys know that I'm busy, you know, with between my kids and work and everything else like that. Well, because I had had this weekend planned and on the books, um, taking two days of the weekend and gonna go shoot uh, two separate matches, my uh, the PRS match today and then the NRL 22 match tomorrow. That's two days at the range. That's two long days of me not at the house helping the wife with the boys. So. She was like, you know what, we're going to go and we're going to join her family and we're going to hop on down to Tampa and take the boys to the Tampa Aquarium, which is super awesome. I'm I'm not kind of I am bummed that I'm missing it because I know that those boys are going to have so much fun and daddy's not going to be there to see them. Um, It's not that uh, I didn't want to go. It was just I had already had this planned and then the wife decided to take a trip. Good honor. She wants to take her down, take the boys down there with grandma, with great grandma and her aunt. Um, It's awesome. That's that's super cool that she's uh, she's taking the boys down there with some family to go have some fun. But with that is prepping those guys to leave the first time that the wife is going on a trip with the boys kind of by herself. Yeah, she's got family, but um, I'm not there to help with the boys and meds and nap times and bedtimes and all that other stuff. So the wife is a trooper for, for taking this on Uh big shout out to the, to the wife. Love you, babe. Um, so I was getting them ready and everything else like that. With that, I'm just trying to prep for two matches, which I've never had to do before. So I'm running around the, the house trying to mark brass, pack brass in my, uh, Armageddon gear, 40, 40 holder, make sure that I've got good dope. Remember to pack my, uh, chronograph, my mags, break down my shooting bag. How am I going to load out my shooting bag? Just a bunch of stuff that I've never really had to think about in a PRS style match before. So I finally get all that stuff ready to go, get the kids to bed last night. Um, I wanted to come in here last night and do a pre-match, 
show, but I did not get to it just because, um, man, I was dog tired, uh, had the kids appointment in the morning, didn't get back for a while. X, Y, Z excuse, 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 maybe some more of that self-sabotage. I don't know. Got to drink some of the Lord's lemonade here. So we go and uh, finally get the boys down. I get everything ready and set up. Boom. I wake up, ready to go. And then I kind of fiddle farted around. I don't know if it was like, eh, I'm nervous. Um, but finally got on the road, got out there, made great time, sped my ass off. Um, sped out to the range, got there at seven as the zero range opened. Went and... Um, as I was driving in, there's probably like 20 trucks in the parking lot, which for seven o'clock, it's pretty, it's pretty stout and, um, definitely was feeling the nerves, felt the pressure of, um, being on a shooting team, representing, um, team POI and, and being, uh, being a shooter for that organization, but also, Shooting so much with the 22s, how is that going to transfer over to a 308 uh, bolt gun? And I hadn't practiced. I haven't shot this 308 in probably seven to ten months. I'm gonna say, um, haven't slung any lead downrange with it. So just craziness. Um, to be 100 percent honest. Um, probably not the way you want to go start a, uh, start a PRS match. Um, definitely should have practiced based on my performance. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and call that a gear issue and a shooter knowledge issue and not so much a gun issue because the gun did what it needed to do. It was the nut behind the trigger that screwed everything up today. So we'll go ahead and get into that. I go ahead and I sign in and, uh, I sign in to the range, and then first thing I get hit with is our awesome sponsor, which I'm going to talk about later, but Curtis Tactical Suppressors and Rifles. Gosh, I hope I got that right. I am uh, I am brain dead. My brain's fried right now. But uh, they, they're they out of Ohio. They're one of our finale match sponsors. They're donating a suppressor to the prize table. That's right, a free suppressor. All you have to do is pay 200 fun tickets to the uh, the good old AT and F, and you get a free hushy hushy puppy, hush puppy, quiet maker, quiet stick enhancer. I don't know what you want to call it, but if you come out to the match, you could win yourself a suppressor. But Curtis sent a couple of uh his shooters down i believe six guys out of ohio came down drove all the way here to shoot this monthly match now that's a lot of miles to come shoot a one-day prs match but it was super cool that those guys showed up had a great time shooting with them shot one of their cans a little bit after the match but basically what they wanted is they had brought the certificate for the suppressor as well as a banner for the range for the finale. So I got to uh, accept that on the behalf of Altus as well as go ahead and um, get to chat with those guys and really thank them for uh, for their company 
one sending those guys down here to shoot with us and then two you know supporting supporting the finale match um from there i, I ended up running down um i kind of skipped over the, um, the meet and greet of a couple of people and ran down and jumped on the zero range got the broke the, the 38 out i was shooting gold medal match 168 grain uh sierra match kings today um rounds did great i did not but that's a different story so went down there and i part of the match prep let me back this up so friday afternoon um i was so busy thursday that i didn't get a time to check it out but my area 419 hellfire break came in um ordered that or bought that off a buddy on the interwebs. And, uh, I had a 30 SD Griffin armament break on there that fits my 30 SD suppressor. Well, when you run a break, that's using a suppressor. You want to use rock set. I didn't know what rock set was nor how to get it off. So I tried heating up the barrel that is not the answer. It's water soluble. So you got basically got to soak it in water for like two hours and then it'll spin right off. Um, it basically hardens into a, a porcelain. You tap it a little bit and everything's gravy. Well, I didn't know this. So I spot I fought for about two hours to get it off. Finally got it off and then spun on my area 419. Well, when you change brakes, you're going to have a point of impact shift. So I take it down there to the range I'm back on the range at this point. Uh, take it down there, throw my chrono on it, let a couple rounds fly. Um, I'm low and I'm right. I make my adjustments. Boom, hitting bullseye, 100 yards, good zero. Everything's great. I get my velocity, 26.54. Boom, I'm happy. Throw that into my calculator go back up range and hang out, eat a breakfast burrito, wait for the match to start, shoot the shit with a couple people, have a good time. What I learned is that I needed to true those bullets at distance. Now, what does that mean? Well, in my specific ballistics calculator, I can sit there and I can say, okay, I'm going to shoot a 700 yard target based on my calculate, based on the the calculations of the data, it's telling me that a 700-yard target is 8.2 mils. Well, if I shoot 8.2 and I can see that I'm low, I can dial up a tenth or two tenths, three tenths, whatever it is. I can dial that into my optic, send another round, and if I hit center of the target, if I'm holding center target and I hit center target, I can say at 700 yards, this was my hold, and it'll true all of my data. Now, I didn't do that because I'm a big, dumb idiot, and that's totally fun. Sometimes I get to be a big, dumb idiot. I forgot to do that, but I knew my velocity was spot on based on my, my chronograph, my magneto speed. So I was like, full send, man. I literally had a sticker made that said full send, put it on my rifle and everything. I just went full send, man. So go ahead and get my first, get up to the first stage. Got my, my first stage jitters. I'm super nervous. 
but it's a pretty easy stage. We're shooting uh, two shots per position. It's one position with five different target sets, two targets at each distance. It's like 240, 300, 330, four something, and then 656. I didn't hit a damn thing. I zeroed the first stage of my first match in the PRS. And I was like, I don't know. I thought I had good breaks. I thought I had like breaking good shots. I had uh, good trigger control. I wasn't behind the gun on one of the engagements. I stopped, lifted the bolt, repositioned myself, got back down behind the gun had the sock high into my shoulder, into my collarbone. Good grip, good consistent grip on the on the trigger guard, uh, or on the on the grip and finger on the trigger guard, finger in the same spot every time. Good amount of forward pressure, you know, no scope shadow, no nothing. Break the shot, nothing. Now I'm shooting a 308. It's got a lot of recoil, especially in a positional uh you know shooting like we were so um or barricaded position that we were so uh i need to get a little bit better on on being able to control the recoil a little bit to see my trace and or bullet wake bullet splash whatever it may be need to get a little better at that but then again we all do so i didn't hit crap that whole stage and i was like man i don't know like well it's stage one so well it was stage five so letter rip tater chip first match got my jitters out of the way don't know what's wrong didn't know if i dialed my dope wrong maybe i wasn't holding enough wind whatever the case i was like cool done it's over with let's go to the next stage go to the next stage it was uh off the top of the tower and you have to engage the 400, 750, 500, 750, 6, 750, 7, 758, 750, right? I start slinging, and there's a big swing in between of it, in between the targets. You're probably looking 50 to a 60 degree swing from the top of the tower. Um, really healthy swing between the... 400 yard and 750 target and you had to hit the 750 between each engagement so um generally there is no coaching in prs matches however i let everybody know hey i'm not winning this thing if you guys see me screwing something up it'd be greatly appreciated if you said something um definitely didn't affect my score at all probably actually uh uh I know it helped me because I I took some of the corrections they gave me. But when I shot the 750, he's like, you're about a half, you're about seven tenths low. I was like, okay. So I threw two tenths in the, in the scope. And then I held a half. Why? I don't know. But boom, send another one. Bam, hit 750. And that was the only shot I got on that stage. So, uh, yep, 
got a one and that's basically how the rest of my day went um if i hit two targets in an array man i was doing good like real good so uh i did notice that i was a little wobbly on some stages um i tried really hard to control my breathing not go off of the minute 45 so it's 105 seconds uh tried really hard not to play the clock game and just shoot my match don't pull the trigger till you're ready xyz um i wasn't necessarily in my head with missing i was just trying to break good shots and i thought that maybe when i readjusted my zero or i put in a different uh put in the new velocity something had happened i don't know i was uh i was baffled i couldn't figure it out so i shot five stages and then we ended up closer to the zero range again so after we tried to engage a t uh a diamond KYL rack at 735 and I got nothing on a 12 inch plate at 735 I was like okay something this can't just be me I'm super low and I don't know what's going on so I run back over to the zero range and throw my magneto speed on it and my gun is slowed down instead of 12 uh 2654 I'm 2640 don't know why uh Maybe it was the first string in the morning, colder air. Uh, maybe I sent the rounds too fast. I don't know. But I'm 14 feet per second slower. Not a big deal. Lot variations in the ammo. There's a ton of things that that could have been. So um, bust out my computer, figure all that crap out again. And then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little off. I'm probably two tenths low, two tenths right put that back in the scope, fix everything up, good to go, go to the next stage, a little bit better, I get a two, then I get a two again, and then I get a three, and by the time I know it, the match is over. (laughs) So, uh, 98 shots possible for a perfect score, and everybody's like, man, I dropped six or I dropped two or I dropped five on that stage, blah, blah, blah. And I'm telling these guys, I'm like, you're counting it wrong. You got to count how many you hit, not how many you dropped. I was like, either way, you're beating me. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, I got a 10. They're like, yeah, but on what stage? I was like, no, the whole match. And they just kind of look at me and they're like, what? I was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I was like, I know I'm not the greatest shooter in the world, but I am not this bad at shooting. I promise you guys. And uh, come to find out, um, I needed to tweak the BC of my bullet. So BC is the ballistic coefficient. I'm probably talking... Like you guys are like, yes, we understand what BC is. Hey, some people that listen to this may not know. So you have a ballistic coefficient, which basically means how well your, how much drag is experienced on your bullet as it flies through the air is my understanding. I could be totally wrong. If I'm wrong, message me and tell me so I'm fine with that. But when I opened up my calculator and I looked at what the bulls, the BC of my bullet was when I, 
looked at it, it was a point two two five, and I was like, okay. And I'm talking to a couple of my buddies, and they're pretty smart shooters. We weren't on the same squad. They're still mad at me about it. But they're like, seems a little high. Why don't you go ahead and dial for 515 yards? Sorry, my headphones are falling off. Dial for a 515-yard target and send it at the, at the plate rack at 515. So send it, and they're like, yeah, you low. I was like, okay. So I dial up. It was like 3.2 was 5.15. So I dial up two, and they're like, okay, you're a little closer. Dial up two more. A little bit closer. I was like, I'm going to send it another another tenth. So dial up to a total of 3.7. Let her rip, tater chip, boom, center of the plate. I'm like, okay, now I know I'm 3.7. So I basically had to play with the ballistic coefficient of the bullet until it reached 3.7 for 515 yards. So now I know when I go to another match, I need to true the BC of my bullet along with getting the proper velocity of my bullet before the match starts. Um, I can honestly say I think I would have done better than 46th out of 48. Now, granted, this is super embarrassing and I am not proud of my performance today, but I don't care because I learned so much. I got to, one, watch my friend shoot, two, I learned valuable lessons. Yes, people are going to be like, dude, you had the match fee. You had ammo. You had X. You had Y. Like, what the hell is your problem? I'm like, yeah, you right. But guess what? I went out there to have fun. I knew I wasn't going to burn it down and win the match. I'm not going out there with a grand illusion that I'm winning Anything but hearts and minds, smiles, and a good time. That's it. That's all I was going out there to do. I wanted to, one, not only show the support of the people that believe in me, you know, the wife, my family, my friends, they think I'm a good shooter. So I wanted to go out there and at least try to do good. Ends up I just let them down, so... I hope they don't listen to this. Two, I wanted to go out and support my friends. Spencer's my friend. Mike's my friend. Anissa's my friend. Josh is my friend. John's my friend. Why would I not want to go out there and support what my friends do? I would want them to support me in the things that I do. Spencer, I think, is coming to my match tomorrow if his wife lets him. His wife shot today. She was on my squad. Dude, she she burned it down. She did awesome, right? She's shooting a two two three out to freaking 800 yards like it's nobody's business. And she's just the nicest, most polite lady I have probably ever met. Um, let her borrow my bag. She is a, a, a shorter woman. Uh, 
she needed to borrow a bag so she could stand on it so she could actually see the darn targets. Like, we're all just out there having a good time. And that's why I really wanted to go out there is to have a good time and shoot with my friends, uh, support my friends and the things that they do support Spencer and Mike and Josh and Nissa, you know, Rodney support Altus, my home club. Why would I like, why would I not want to support my home club? That's just money going back to the club. Well, guy, you already paid dues to the club. Who cares? Like I go out there and do maintenance on all of my targets I help take care of all of their targets and I don't care because it's my home range you don't shit where you eat so I'm going to help take care of my range so that's kind of how I feel about that but yeah like once we got rolling yeah was I a little bummed I wasn't hitting targets I couldn't figure it out sure do I think that somebody on my squad should have been able to been like, hey, have you thought about truing your BC? I mean, I'm shooting with some pretty smart fellows and some smart ladies. Um, I thought one of them might have come up with that idea. Um, my friends were razzing me saying, uh, told you you should have shot with us. And I was like, yeah, yeah, got it. Thanks. Whatever. Still had fun doing it, though. So, um, all in all, the cost of ammo, the cast and the match fee, I don't care. I had a great time. Um, I learned a lot. I, I got the bang on my, my long gun all day long. And that, that, that was worth it enough. One of the, uh, one of the guys from the, the schoolhouse came out. He, uh, he is a long range shooter as well so he came out and and just hung out and watched and said hello and everything else like that went about our ways but yeah it's just an awesome environment so super super happy with um my attitude for the day right because uh like it sucks not winning sure it sucks even more when you're doing really, really bad, but it's really, really shitty when you're doing bad and you have a bad attitude about it. So I just went out there and was having fun with it and was learning, reading wind left and right, mirage, boil, everything. I was trying to take as much information as I could from the people around me, and that's what made today awesome. All right, so first PRS match in the books went down with a solid 10 and now I got to go order more ammo for the AI match, Accuracy International, next month. Um, I don't know if I'm going to shoot my 6.5 Creedmoor or my 308. I haven't decided yet. I kind of want a redemption factor with my 308, but my 6.5 should be a laser beam. I don't know. It's a tough decision. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, maybe I'll ask your guys' opinion on uh online or something like that so uh yeah i don't know i'll pose this question to a couple of different facebook groups and see how much uh mockery i can i can take for one night um however exciting news uh maybe that's why i didn't care about how i did today is because i got my barreled action back from altus they spun up my proof research 
uh, barrel on my defiance deviant action. Um, did some custom laser engraving for me. It's going to be super BA. So I've got that ready to, uh, mount up. I've got the trigger. I've got the stock. I've got the Arca. I've got everything, but a muzzle brake. I'll probably be ordering another four four one nine brake. Um, everything's going to be the bee's knees. So I definitely look forward to that. Um, so that's my, that's my journey into the, the PRS realm. All right. So we've been going for about 40 minutes here. So let's see if we can go ahead and, uh, wrap this up a little bit with a short, uh, recap of what I did to my CZ 457 base class rifle for the NRL 22. So basically what I did is I purchased a CZ 457 pro varmint 22 long rifle. It's a 16 and a half inch barrel. It's threaded. It comes in a black synthetic, uh, Boyd's stock, very similar to, uh, looks like a, uh, Macmillan a five, one of the most recognizable and, and prolific rifle stocks of its kind tactical shooting, you know, the M 40, a one, two, three variants from the Marine Corps sniper, uh, rifle platform, just a all around great stock. Well, this Boyd stock is modeled after it, but the CZ 457 has a couple of upgrades to it. It's got a more robust trigger. It's got a really nice break on it. Um, haven't even measured it cause I, I, I just haven't had the time, but it, a 60 degree bolt throw. It has a standard Remington 700 type, uh, forward and back safety instead of the weird jinky one that you've got on the rear of the bolt on the CZ 455, 452 style style weapons. So basically what I've done with this is I purchased a area 419 bolt knob instead of the basic round knob. I got the CZ four. I got the area 419 bolt knob to replace the CZ 457 round bolt knob. I also got the area 419 30 MOA scope base. And then I got the area 419 universal bipod mount to mount onto it. Now with that, uh, I did have to do a little bit of, uh, call it air quotations gunsmithing. Um, I didn't like the way that the, uh, the holes were positioned. So I took the swing stubbles, the swing studs out or sling swivel studs out, took those out and, um, pushed that bipod mount far forward as I could drilled a new hole and then countersunk on the inside of it to where I could get the, um, nut far enough down to where it wouldn't contact the barrel got everything dropped back in everything's right as rain i then put a vortex optics diamondback tactical 4 to 16 power um scope on it with uh it's mill mill so mill radical mill turrets it's got the uh hbr7 style christmas tree reticle in it um i used vortex 
Pro Series rings at a, and those are 30, 30 mil tube scope, so 30 mil rings, but it's the 0 0.90 height, so just under an inch height on those scope rings. Uh, one thing that I plan on making a, an additional contribution to this weapons platform is going to be a Victor Company USA cheek riser for it. I just don't feel that I've got the proper um, cheek weld height, so I'm probably going to pick one of those up and add to it. But I did add a short action precision uh, 457 magazine holder to it. I also added the MK machining throw lever to the rear of the scope um, on the uh, magnification knob. I really, really love that company. Um, super good product, super, super handy. Uh, super glad mine came in today for my Razer Gen 2, or excuse me, my Razer Gen 1 HD. Um, I pretty much have put those throw levers on every single optic that I've got because I believe in them. Um, super awesome product. Definitely, uh, definitely recommend checking out mkmachining.com if you guys need a throw lever. They're made out of a high, high quality 3D printed nylon carbon something or other materials. Uh, super strong. I've dropped mine the other day and it, nothing happened to it. It was awesome. Uh, so check them out. So I took this gun out to the range and put about 115 rounds through it. Uh, I threw some copper plated 36 grain federal through it. It was cooking pretty fast uh, and totally fine. Got it zeroed. Everything was great. And then put some 40, uh, 40 grain lead through it. Just some cheapo, nasty stuff. Uh, cleaned it in between each set and then ran my comp ammo that I'm going to be running with this through it, which is going to be RWS 22 long rifle, 22 long rifle, the target rifle version. Uh, now, what I noticed with this is that when I ordered this gun from the company, CZ Direct, it came with a target that had been shot with uh, RWS ammo, and it was a very small group. So I was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and try some of this ammo. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, after fouling the barrel, cleaning, fouling the barrel, cleaning, and then shooting over suppressor, and it was running pretty decent on the suppressor. I think I'm in the 1050 to 1030 feet per second with these rounds. I ended up with a half minute, uh, half an MOA group at 50. So I'm sub MOA at 50. I'm sub half MOA at 50, which is all right by me. Probably one of the tightest groups I've ever shot in a 22, and that's uh, pretty awesome to me. I've got pictures of that. I'll post those up to prove it. Super awesome. I'm happy with this build. My first attempt with a match with it is going to be tomorrow. And then we're going to see how this thing runs. Um, I want to get a couple more, a couple hundred more rounds on the barrel. <coughs> Excuse me. Get a couple more hundred rounds on the barrel. 
prior to going up to nationals, which uh, is going to be in the end of May. So look, definitely look forward to that. But prior to May is April, and we all know what happens April 26th. By gosh, that is the finale of the Altus NRL 22 series, right? So not only is this going to be uber duber awesome, right? We are going to have suppressors. We've got a voodoo barreled action for the series winner. We've got all this crazy stuff. We've got Armageddon gear. We've got Coltac. We've got Switch View. We've got Vortex. We've got uh, Curtis Tactical suppressors and rifles. We've got a ton of companies that are stepping up and supporting us here at Altus with our 22 matches. And I couldn't be more grateful. It is so awesome that this is happening. It is so cool that these companies have stepped up. So if you're going to be in the Southeast, April 26th, it is imperative that you guys come down to Altus and you guys participate in the Altus NRL 22 series finale match, April 26th, go on to www.altusshooting.com, register for the match, get down here, not only show your support for the NRL 22 and for our match down here, but also get yourself a chance to win some awesome prizes off the prize table. We've got gift certificates. We've got scopes. We've got soft goods from multiple companies, not just shooting soft goods, but we've actually got Crestview, Florida, local uh, veteran-owned companies supplying products. We've got Arizona veteran-owned companies supplying products. The trophies that are being presented to the top winners of each class are being made by a quadruple amputee friend of mine who is a veteran. So we're really coming together as a veteran community and helping donate to these prize tables. So do us a favor. If you're interested in shooting 22, you can hit me up. You can hit up Altus. We've got backup guns for you guys. Pay for the ammo. You can shoot my guns. I don't care. Come on out to the match. Have a good time. Let's shoot some 22s. Let's grow the sport. Bring your kids out. Let's get the younger generation involved. April 26th, 2020. Altus Shooting Solutions, Baker, Florida. Come on out. Let's do the darn thing. All right. So that's all I got for you guys tonight. I super appreciate you guys hanging out with me. I know it's been too long since I have posted a podcast, but that's what happens sometimes. Life gets busy. So if you guys have questions, if you guys have comments, if you guys want to tell me where to shove it, that's totally fine. You can find me on social media at Hot GD Rod on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook forward slash Guy DeMarco. You can even email me at guy.demarco.84 at gmail.com and tell me all the cool things about this podcast that you like and that you don't like. Also, go ahead and leave me a voice message on the app here for uh, 
Anchor. You can go to the homepage for Anchor forward slash GD Podcast, and you can actually leave me a voicemail type message, and I will get it. It's totally cool. If you want to leave suggestions for the ship, suggestions for the show, you can leave them there. Edits, critiques, whatever. Go ahead, you can leave it there. Really like to encourage you guys to do is leave a rating. Five stars is cool, but whatever you feel is fair is fair, right? That's how we're going to get more uh, likes, more views, more listens, more downloads. It'll be easier to show up underneath the analytics for all of the different podcasting forms. So do me a favor, hit like, hit subscribe, tell your friends, tell your fam, fam- your family, tell your family, right? Tell your family, share it. Let's help get some knowledge out there. I hope you guys have enjoyed this tonight. I've enjoyed uh, recording it, even with all my qualms and you know my speech impediment and public speaking isn't for me. Public reading is really where I have a downfall, but public reading is uh, is not my friend. Public speaking, I'm, I'm okay with, even though I'm the only one in the room. But super appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Hope you guys had fun. Till next time, we'll see you guys later. See you at the range. I'm Amy Truitt. I'm John Kyle Truitt with Foundation Stocks, and you're listening to another GD Podcast. <laughs>